0: welcome to the evolvepreneur podcast channel which is sponsored by evolvepreneur.biz a new online community-based platform designed to help develop your skills and knowledge to be massively successful in this new digital age your host today is john north who is a three-time number one international best-selling author and strategic marketer john's passion is to help business owners to master the online marketing world
1: so, welcome, Evolpreneurs, to our first video podcast. Uh, Mario's, Mario's kindly agreed to um, be the uh, guinea pig today, and uh, we're going to give it a go. So, this is Evolpreneur podcast channel, but we're actually doing video as well. So, eventually, you'll be able to have audio and you'll be able to have video. So, uh, a little bit of background about Mario. He's a number one, Mario Cicino is the number one uh, international best selling author by two. Um, he's an, uh, an author, advisor, speaker, consultant, and entrepreneur. And today, we're going to talk about his. Um, expert authority effect. So um, we'll get stuck in and have a bit of a chat. But Mario, tell me a little bit about your background, because it was quite interesting. I saw you on Facebook Live just recently and and talking about a few things. And I gather you were a model at one point. Is that basically how you started off your career? Or Well,
0: uh, all of that is true. And I appreciate that, John. Uh, it's an honor to be here. And I'm uh, excited because uh, I take it as a privilege that you chose me to be on your first video podcast. So that's kind of fun. I know you have a lot of great guests and Uh, They've already been on, but um, Mm. we're doing this with video. So that's always exciting. And it started off with a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and the Ninja Turtles, truthfully. (laughs) When I was younger, I was eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch and one of the gifts or prizes or whatever. I mean, this is early, early 90s and the Ninja Turtles were a big thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting this flip book. And it was like them fighting, like I saw in the movie. And I was like, wow. And, you know, logically I knew what mm-hmm. I'm looking at here is paper, you know, mm-hmm. yep. just like the book here, it's paper. Yep. But when you would flip it, it made action. I was like, so fascinated by that. I've always liked movies, sharing them with uh, family, you know, they're fun. So when I got older, I actually studied video production, photography, special effects, animation, all that stuff. Gotcha. Around the same time, I was deciding: should I go into photography? Should I go into videography? Well, I was also modeling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, the biggest decision I had for a couple of years was: do I enjoy being in front of the camera more, or behind it? Yep. Because I knew how to do all of it, and I was. There were some shoots where you know I was telling the photographers how to change the lighting, how to change the camera angles, and you know it was interesting. It's like that's not my role for the day, but I, I was thankful Ooh. I knew how to make. The shop
2: mm. owner, basically.
0: So as I got older and went full time with my business, I parlayed all of that into what I teach people now. And my first book, actually, mm-hmm. is video marketing for business owners. And
1: okay, yep, I remember that because I think I, I saw you a while back when um, we were in, in San Diego and you had that book just come out.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I, uh, I'll, I'll, full transparency, I hit up, I held up the old one because my new version has the date on that. And you don't want to be using that. And you know why, but we'll move yep. on from that. So <laughs> that was my first book. Uh, it was five years ago. And I'm excited because now the new one, the expert authority effect you mentioned earlier,
2: yeah,
0: I talk about not just that. But there's other things you can do in addition to video to boost your credibility even more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, video is a great way to do it. And I incorporate that with my eight-week master class. I incorporate publishing. I incorporate messaging is very important. There's a lot you can do and get together working in a synergy. So I like to use all of it and help my clients use all of it because there's little nuances like we were talking about before the show here that, yep. you know, just changing Something as simple as, you know, for the people watching this now, that's exciting Mm. to say, Mm. when you do your podcast, you know, just move the camera, Mm. you know, don't have a lot of space above uh, the subject's head, have the eyes in the top third. You know, it's just simple stuff like that, that once you learn it, you can implement it moving forward from there on out. And now all your stuff looks top notch. If you don't know Mm. it, you're never going to do it. And then everything looks Mm. bad. Mm. So so i like helping people
1: because the other thing too is a lot of people watching on mobile devices so if you've got something too far away it's going to be harder for them to see it anyway so it's it's but too Very close true. and it, and um i think i went to a website the other day a client sent me to this website and when i fought because i got a fairly big screen it's fairly close to me and i fired up the website and the first thing i saw was his head at me coming at me <laughs> <laughs> it was really big, like really big. And it's like only the heart attack, and you know? like <laughs> it's like too close. Like I don't know who told him to do it like that, oh, but it's it way too close. You know, it'd be the same as you're going too close to the camera, and then you know, freaking people out. And the website did the same thing. So I think um you got to be aware of the vice of people looking at it too.
0: And that is why you know that brings up a good point because a lot of the stuff you learn for video production you can use in your marketing. It doesn't need to be a Hollywood film, but like you're saying, if you're too close to the camera, you Mm. might freak someone out. Conversely, maybe Mm. that's exactly what you want to do if it's the right audience. And that's why going through and knowing your audience, your market is so Mm. important because you want to deliver the right message. You know, a lot of people Mm. focus on, should I use camera A or camera B? And that's the wrong question to be asking. It's who am I serving and how can I serve them easier?
1: Yep. And so you you're doing a lot of like a, you know a couple of mutual um, friends that have done videos and stuff like that so you're encouraging obviously the your clients to do video um, and I think a lot of them tend to put it off like and and they get it into the concept of oh what equipment should I use what you know start trying to get on the detail stuff before they get to the big picture how do you get them from that point where says look you can just go do it like you know like is there some way of sort kind of forcing yourself into it
0: I like to use the word encourage them or encouraging. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: You can call it whatever you want. You got to get them to take action. And that's one of the yep. steps in my expert authority process. Uh, actuate. You have to get them to take action. Mm-hmm. So one of the easiest ways to do it, and it doesn't mean you beat them with a stick, Yeah, but you have to know what their goal is. Because at the end of the day, your your goal is to help them achieve their goal and get a result. Yeah. At least that's what my goal is. Some people don't operate that way, but when people come to my training, I'm going, Hey, I'm going to help you. What's your end result you want to get? Let's get there quicker than sooner. Mm -hmm. Let's get there sooner than later. Let's get there quicker than later. And so when you know what the motivation behind all of this is, it's easy to say, Hey, I thought you said you wanted to do this and really make it happen. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, don't worry about the details. Just do this. Mm -hmm. you know, and I'll show you how easy it is. Yep. If they get, if they keep getting caught up over here, their mind's not in the right place. And that's why, you know, the way I set things up, the people that are in the training don't even, if you're not in the right headspace, you don't even make it to the next thing. So early on, I would work with whomever.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now to even get in my training, it's, you have to apply for it. And the mm. wrong people don't even make it in. I, I turn down people all the time because mm. I know how powerful it is. I know what it takes. And it's a disservice to both of us um, yep. if you're not going to do what compatible. it
1: takes. And you're all compatible. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah.
0: And it's yeah. it's no harm, no foul. Maybe you're not ready. Mm. Maybe it's too advanced for you right now. But the people who mm. are ready to go, it's fun mm. because, you know, sometimes they'll challenge me and they're like, oh, you really think you can do this? I go try and keep up. And remember, <laughs> this is what you asked for. I yeah. don't want to complain in three weeks from now. And sure enough, they're like, yeah. well, I, I go, hey, remember that conversation? They're like, oh, fine, I'll have it to you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, that's a lot different yeah. than, oh, I've been so busy and I couldn't get you what I need. It, it, it's just a matter of, you know, respecting the other person's time. And when you get the right people, it's real easy to help them because they're, they're at the right point. Mm. They just Actually, need to know what to do.
1: I saw an interesting. I think it was a post on one of the um, Facebook groups the other day, and it was one thing that someone had said was that the first thirty videos you do are going to be really bad, so just get through them. <laughs> so get through that, and I think that's a lot of things in, in time when you need a lot of practice is get through them. Uh, I think if you can just choose to say, okay, I'm going. I know I'm going to first thirty are going to be bad. I'm just going to get them done and get to the point when they get good. And I think if that's. I think trying to be perfect out of the gate is, is the hardest thing that you know people sort of do. And I think that's the the best thing you can do.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I literally posted uh, online just before we were getting ready. I'm using this cup for my (laughs) drink. And I put, I would say I'm feeling fancy today, but truthfully it was clean. And then I put hashtag I take imperfect action daily because I could have got freaked out going, oh, everything's not perfect. It's not my normal one. Well, so what? Mm. You know, Mm. it's the same thing with accomplishing your goal. I spoke to a live audience last week and One of the ladies in there, I had a conversation with her on the phone and just early, a few hours ago, she, she was already taking action with some of the stuff and moving forward with it.
2: And she was like, Oh, I
0: feel like I haven't accomplished anything. And I go, you got to change your story. You've Mm. done more in, you know, tomorrow will be seven days. You've done Mm. more in 168 hours than you told me in the previous month. How do you, what do you mean you don't feel accomplished? (laughs) Well, she did her first video. Right. I encouraged yep. her. Yes, <laughs> I have seventy-three of them that were screwed up
2: mm-hmm. before
0: I even shared the first one. It was Fourth of July years ago. Everyone yep. was in the backyard, and I'm trying to get this stupid video done. I'm, you know, I'm thinking it will be done 10, 15 minutes. Four hours later, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> mad at me because I'm not even there. And I was. It wasn't even a. I'm trying to make it perfect. I yep. was just trying to make it not crap. Yep. So I was going through it, going through it, going through it, and it's live. It's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> Maybe not where, but it turned out a lot of people liked it. They appreciated it. But I just, you know, wanted to do a good job. But I looked back, and I remember mm-hmm. seeing all the little files. Yeah. There's like 73 of them before I got mm-hmm. the final one. So when people ask me now, hey, I want to, I'd love to interview you. Can you come speak? You know, you're good mm-hmm. on camera. Whatever it's not, it's no other reason than it's because you, I just keep doing it. And whether stuff gets screwed up or not, mm. you just, I'm, I'm just comfortable.
1: I think the thing is with, you know, if you look at any movies that get made, right. And I've seen a few, like when I was a kid and, 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 you know, you, you think it's all this glamour. And then when I went on set and saw this movie being made, they did the same scene. Like we went to a school excursions. So I would have been like probably my son's age now, probably 16, 16 years old or something. And with excited and go, let's look, at this film being done. And they, we were there for three hours and they filmed the same scene for three hours and it was really literally only probably 30 words. <laughs> and it's like, can we do this again, do this again, do this again. And what I realised was, that, you know, it's boring. Like filmmaking is so boring. The movie's and fun though. The movie's fun, but the reality is that they've done it over and over and over again, even for the fact that they will do it, even if it was perfect, they'd do it again. So the thing, the feel that you could go on camera and be perfect first time out of the gate is just an impossible dream, you know, like you'd have to be sort of talented in some respect or something, like you'd have to fluke it really.
0: Yeah, I mean, and there's the people who have been doing it longer and are more experienced at it, they just get comfortable Mm. quicker, but Mm. it doesn't mean they're perfect in one one shot, I mean, that's why it takes a year or two to make movies even with a 400 person production crew and, you know, why... That they go, okay, go back to your trailer. We'll call you when we need you. Well, when's that yeah. six hours later?
1: <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's one of thing.
0: my, uh, I, I shot some music videos years ago and I, I, I was cracking up because uh, for my video marketing course uh, that goes deeper than the book does, I mm-hmm. pulled up some old videos with different examples like you're talking about. And one of them was <laughs> we were acting like we're cooking dinner spaghetti dinner right yep and there's this sweet song and we're in the kitchen and we're cooking the pot was empty there wasn't even any water in it and all we were doing was stirring and I angled the camera enough that it looked like we're cooking spaghetti there was nothing even in it and every time I look at it it's this very serious like thing and I just start cracking up because In my mind, I'm going. This happened. This happened. This happened. This happened. That didn't happen because I figured no one's going to even know the difference.
2: Yeah, there's so
0: much you can do with cameras and lighting and shadows. Mm -hmm. It's fun, but Mm -hmm. you know I like to look at it and go, "How can you use it to move your business forward?" Yeah, and that's what's really exciting. And because it's so easy to do, and you, all the glitz and glam really don't make the difference, but they're Mm -hmm. fun to teach once you have the baseline. Of getting some videos out established and you can just do that with the, you know common stuff you encounter every day it's the same stuff you tell people constantly just turn Mm. into a video and uh have Mm. it transcribe
1: so the old 80 20 rule i guess if someone was to say look i've I've done nothing yet i'm going to get on video number one i suppose things i sort of hear is what am i going to talk about you know, what, You know, do you, how much time should you spend thinking about the strategy as opposed to the functionality and the technicalities? Because I think that's the old 80-20 rule. I think you should spend 20% of your time on the technicalities and spend 80% on the strategy and figuring out what you're going to say and, and be, um, be mindful of, you know, as you said, being serving people. So what do you think is, Like the two or three things that people should probably pay attention to to get themselves started in this kind of thing?
0: Figure out the marketing. No, figure mm-hmm. out your market. Get yep. your messaging dialed in. And then go to the mediums like this. This is a medium. It's a phone. Mm. So Mm. when you go, well, I don't have... Someone said that to me today. Well, I don't have the right equipment. I don't have this. I don't have that. If you have a phone, you're fine. You can Mm. just start off right now. And you know, I could show an example going, hey, here's how easy is it to go live. It's my favorite thing to do uh, with live Mm. audiences. Or we could even do it on the podcast because so many people go, Oh, it's so difficult. What do I do? And I go, "Who's got a phone in here? Who thinks it's difficult? You know, yeah. everyone's got a phone. Half the room yeah. thinks it's difficult. Who wants to see how easy it is?"
1: So, it's all interesting you thing you, you did there. Actually, notice, just just to interrupt. Like, interesting thing you did there is when you did the camera, you turned the phone to the side, to landscape, and that's something yes. that probably people should know, be aware of, is that when you turn your phone upwards like that, basically what's going to happen is you're you're going to cut all the sides off. So you're going to have this black thing going on. And so a lot of times I say, just be mindful of that. It's probably the only thing that you, when you do video on phones or whatever, is that you're going to cop it wrong. So test it to make sure you don't get that dreadful back, you know, black on the sides of it.
0: Absolutely. And you bring up a good point because scouts honor, or or is that Star Wars or whatever?
1: I (laughs) just to be with you.
0: I was not into either of them, but honest to God, truth I didn't even catch that. I tu- I mean, I knew I turned it sideways and I knew what you were talking about, but mm. that's what I mean. Keep doing it. Take action. It is mm. so second nature for me mm. Mm. until you said it. I was like, it- it's just a habit, but yes. yeah, you want to have it going in the right direction and everything has its time and its place. But if you're thinking, if I'm going to use this video for more than this single point in time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I always am thinking, how can I do this now? and turn it into 15 other things and have it for 1 to 5 years in the future. So even mm-hmm. when I don't need to, I'll take an extra 60 seconds and go, okay, is this good? Is the mic good? Is the audio good? Is the video good? Is all this I can wrap it around here. I'll give it to my assistant. They can transcribe. I can, and, you know, it could be as simple as I just want to share a 2-minute two 2-minute two message, but I'm mm-hmm. always thinking how can I leverage it because how you do anything is how you do everything. So yep. right now, when I just picked up my phone by unconsciously, I already had it ready to go. So yes. now I'm not going to be creating crap videos constantly, endlessly. Mm. Mm. You know, when you iron mm. out a few simple things, yep. it's the second nature.
2: Mm. And
0: if someone That's was true. asking us right now, oh, how easy is it to do? I'd have zero hesitation about going, watch this, click, click, click. We're live yep. now. Say hi, folks.
1: Yep. Yeah, Exactly. Yep. And no, I think that's it. a, it's a habit. It's just a process. Getting used to doing something. It's not like driving a car. You know, you never do drive a car out of the gate. you gotta, got to practice. And I think that's where it comes down to.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. One of my favorite comedians, Chris Rock, mm. has this skit and he goes, and, you know, you can apply this to anything you do in business. There's your way and the right way. Okay?
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And everyone goes, well, I've been doing it this way forever. It doesn't make it right. He goes, mm. you can drive a car with your foot if you want to, but that don't make any good <laughs> idea. I'm like, and I remember hearing that and I go, he is absolutely 100% accurate. You can drive Mm. a car with your foot if you want to, Mm. but it doesn't make it a good idea. Same thing with video and marketing. You can do it the way everyone else is, but that doesn't mean it's a good
1: idea or it's Mm. even correct. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. And I think at the end of the day, people, um, you know, being a little bit different on the video too, is a good idea because if you just. Try to be, you know, I guess the thing with videos, don't try not to be boring, right?
0: Yes. And, um, yeah, let's speak on that. Well, uh, you can use things such as props. Yep. This is because I like to stay hydrated and you need it if you do any (laughs) type of talking. And I've been on the phone, live, all kinds Mm -hmm. of stuff today. And now we're doing an interview. This is out of necessity. It's also a prop. Uh, Appropriate costumes. Mm Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen me in an appropriate costume,
1: John? <laughs> Pretty much every time.
0: <laughs> Again, yeah. it's a habit. Mm, mm. That's all it is. Mm. I mean, for your viewers watching, for the men, how hard is it to put on a suit coat? For the women, how hard is it to have solids, solid, 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 solids? Don't mm. use patterns mm-hmm. because it creates a camera effect and they look weird. And yep. it's more, it's more apparent in women. They have these nice looking outfits or whatever. And they're like, Oh, mm. it's
2: cute. Do, 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 do. And <laughs> it's there's
0: exactly. So much going on. Yeah. Your eyes just start going like that on camera. Yep. It's because of yep. the more effect with the lens. Mm. Um, wear solid colors. Don't mm. have patterns on camera and just be aware, you know, well, h- how do I remember that every time I go on camera, simple, always dress that way. So you're always ready to go on camera.
2: Exactly. Yep.
0: If you told me to wear a checkered shirt, I'd have harder time finding one of those than 15 other outfits that are camera Mm -hmm. ready or camera approved. Mm -hmm. Get in the habit. If this is going to be what you do, be the best at it. Learn how to do it and make it second nature. So if someone asks you, like right now, if someone was like, hey, can you come speak in an hour after this? I would have to grab my car keys if it was live or turn on the camera again. If it Mm -hmm. was virtual, I'd be ready to go because... I've done it before. It's yep. not like a week long preparation. You just get get in the habit of it. Same way of mm-hmm. shooting videos. Same way of you know publishing a book or helping your clients create the habit.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I think that's probably the best best tip you can do is create a habit of the way you do it. So if it's the same process over and over again. I mean, I recently did this summit, and part of the process was to to get ready for these interviews. And after I'd done nineteen of them you know I, I was getting better at it i probably could do another 20 and i probably would have got it much better again but the reality was that after i'd done the first five or ten started to notice things that you didn't notice before but i had to get through them and the only way we could do them was do them like i couldn't go back and do them again so i had to just live with whatever that was and move on to the next one and next time make it better and the funny thing about it is because we repositioned all the videos in different times like you know somebody i might have interviewed almost last came first so someone said to me, "Oh, you know, when you did the video, you should have you shouldn't have done that and that." And I said, "Yeah, that was that was like a month ago." So if you go go forward back to the start, you'll see what happened when I what I learned. <laughs> you know, so I think it's yeah, it's interesting. Like in any of those nineteen videos, every one of them, I learned something else. I got off the often. And, that, off a, that, and that also goes, goes back day. to
0: what you were talking about earlier. You know, mm-hmm. you did it. You didn't say, "Well, I got to figure everything out and make it perfect." If you were to do a summit again, yep. How much easier would this the second time around be? You know, we both published multiple books. How Mm. much easier was your third book than your first one?
1: Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think that's the thing.
0: Everyone asks how long it takes to do the books. I go, my first one was about two and a half months. Mm. You know, it was back and forth and it was it was there. I was also building a software simultaneously. But the second one I did in a day and then this third one I did in about four or five days over Thanksgiving with Black Friday a weekend and a bunch of family events and parties. yep so I don't know the actual hours, but the point is it was quick. Mm. you know you do it, you get better at it and then you can help exactly. other people be good at it. but it's just a matter of learning taking that first step and not not worrying about it take per- imperfect action. It doesn't matter do something. Yeah.
1: So when you're talking like, uh, you know, we're talking about and and we'll get into your masterclass a little bit because I want to talk about the process you're doing because I think a lot of cases is that um, a lot of times is what you're doing is something they should be thinking about doing anyway. So sometimes some clients and a lot of our market is authors, you know, info producers, people that create and and lead people. So end of the day, it kind of makes sense. But interesting thing we did in the pre-chat was we talked about the concept of the fact that you do one-on-one coaching but it's in a group yes so, and it's an interesting concept because a lot of people you struggle with the idea of doing one-on-one they but they can't transition to doing multiple and i think video is a great way to kind of attract those people into the because they get to feel because at the end of the day if you're doing a doing a one-on-one with people usually you've got to have this one-on-one conversation and then you have so, got to move from that into the actual course itself
0: the, what I like about doing both is I started off with nothing more than my phone,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: so for anyone who wants to get into it, you know, I, I, I was speaking last week and a lot of people go, wow, I've always wanted to do coaching in, in addition to the service delivery, because yep. pretty much any industry, you can still deliver the product. Hey, we'll do it for you, but you mm-hmm. can also teach and train. And a lot of people don't think like that. Yeah. So it was a lot of this, Hey, you know, one-on-one on the phone. But the same stuff I'm telling you, if you said, hey, what are 15 things I should consider before doing my next video podcast? We -hmm. could talk, you know, I could give you a a printout spreadsheet. I could say, read the book. Or you say, I don't want to go through that. I got 45 minutes. Let's talk about it. Great. Mm -hmm. But if there's 15 other people, do I have to have that same exact... I mean, with the exception of the beginning and the end, and Mm -hmm. I love talking with you. You're a great guy, but Mm -hmm. for example's sake... How much of that phone call is repetitive?
1: Yeah, probably eighty percent of it. The 80 20 rule, <laughs> I'll bet you.
0: Yeah. So what you can do is can and clone, you know, do a PDF, have a script, have all that material. Now you can look at it before you jump on the call. You mm. can still talk about it on the call. And then when your brain starts going, you'll get new questions you didn't even know. Like yep. before you did the summit, hey, I have an idea. You start doing it. You go, oh, here's things to consider. Mm. So that's where the learning takes place, and I can accelerate it. So yep. instead of going one-on-one and taking up all your time, because the point is to help as many people as you can, right? Yep. You, you physically don't have more than 24 hours in a day.
1: everybody yep. yep. so, well, gets that's,
0: that's at least how it is in the U.S. Do you have more yep. than 24 in Australia?
1: Not necessarily.
0: <laughs> so you need a way to leverage it if your goal mm. is to, you know, I have a big mission and I want to help a lot of people. I need to leverage yes. it so I can help more mm. people. So mm-hmm. I can still talk to you one-on-one and I go around and say, okay, John, it's, you know, tell me your win and celebration for the week. Great. Okay. Now let's do your deep dive. And I'll spend five, 10, 15 minutes with you going, Hey, here's specifics to you and everyone else can listen. And every single time there's two, three other people, you know, mm-hmm. I like to keep them in a small group setting, Yep. but the other people, they'll be going, Oh my gosh, John answered the question and it led me to this one. And mm-hmm. then, You know, they're asking something that also applies to you and you go, oh, that's great. I didn't even think about it. You're right. You didn't think about it because you're trying to get from A to B. And until you get there, you're not going to come up with question C. Now they could be at B and ask the next step, but it's also relevant to you. So you have Mm -hmm. that leveraged group atmosphere, but I still talk to everyone Mm one-on-one. But the 80% you can clone, you know, with your book. Mm -hmm. You can take a book and turn it into videos, tools, scripts, transcriptions, all kinds of stuff, and you don't need to repeat yourself. And they can go through bulk of it, and now you can get to the nitty gritty. And that's part of the way you get faster results. And you know, some people think unless you're talking to them one on one, and oh, everyone's different. Everyone is. Everyone is special and unique. And God put the seeds of greatness in each of us, without a doubt. But when you say, What do I need to do to get up and running with publishing a book or video marketing or increasing my authority positioning? I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell everyone else. Mm. It's Mm. the same process.
1: How do you bake recipe? Same recipe, really. To make a cake, you have to do the same recipe.
0: Absolutely. Mm. You're unique and you might put some different pictures of frosting for decorations, but you still Mm. need milk, eggs, and I don't know, whatever else goes into a cake, chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Not, you know everyone follows the same blueprint, you know? Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think um, it's almost like what you, it's a combination of things now. And you said to me, you're doing this over webinar. So basically it's, is it video you do video webinar with them or do you do audio? No, no.
0: And I was telling someone that today because they're like, Oh, you know, they, part of the thing is they see my stuff and go, man, how do you pull that off? And really mm-hmm. it's just habit and being aware. But mm-hmm. the truth is, I'm doing more right now for yeah. this than I even do in the masterclass training. I mm. use this microphone. Yep. I still am here. There's no yep. camera, there's no yep. lights. It's all yep. audio because that's for two reasons. One, it's less work on my end. Yeah. Two, I can get it to you quicker. And three, I would have no problem doing it either way. But if you're starting off or even midway through, I don't want you thinking you need all this just to pull it off. Yep. Yep. You don't even need to do a webinar. You can have everyone um, on a conference call. Yep. And that's even more advanced. You can mm. have a free Facebook group mm. and stream through there. And yep. you don't need anything else other than the desire to do it and mm. someone who's paid you for that information. And yep. that's it. Yep. The rest, I don't know why you need a course on it because it's just overwhelming. Oh, I don't have all the modules polished for every last little thing. I'm like, are you, I have a stack of paper right over here with a pen right here. That's all mm-hmm.
1: you need. Yeah, Can you it. help
0: someone? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Great. Mm-hmm. That's it. Makes sense. And I, I guess it's a bit like a mastermind in some respects too, isn't it? Like you really, what you're doing there, you, you're sort of masterminding them as well as Is teaching them because they're getting feedback from other people along the way, and I think that's probably the most powerful part of any learning process is having other people learn at the same time. And it's what I don't get, it's what I get don't get with a lot of online courses, which is what we're trying to change with the Volpinoir platform is that people learn better together than than apart. And and there's no incentive for them to get on and do something unless they've got to show up. And if you if you've booked up to show up at a certain time, the other people are going to go, "Where are you?" Well, then you go, "I better show up." And I think part of success is showing up anyway.
0: And if they can't make a call, when you do it in this format, you can mm. record it or have the replay available. When it's mm. nothing more than, okay, John, give me a call at 7.30, we'll do it.
2: Mm.
0: And it's just you and I? Yep. How do you record it, number one? Number mm. two, what's your incentive for, oh, sorry, I'm running behind, sorry, I'm this, sorry, I'm mm. that? you know mm-hmm. especially when you do it for 8 weeks 10 weeks 16 you know there's i have 60 70% of people that continue past the class because they get so much out of it yeah do you think yeah. at some point within a year you might need something might come up or the tech isn't working it's mm-hmm. not the norm but you know <laughs> hey, no happens. problem mm-hmm. that's what you know hey i'm not going to be able to make you, you know uh, one of my clients uh Helped her get to inter- number one international bestseller. And she, I'm, I'm not going to say it, but there was some mm-hmm. serious, serious life events. It's not, I missed lunch and had to grab a sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was like serious stuff. I go, hey, don't worry about it. Ask your questions. They're in the group. I can answer them. You know mm-hmm. the replay is available. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Like
2: mm-hmm. you,
0: you're, you're, you're not going to make or break your business in one one single, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like things yeah. take time. Relax. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I told you, hey, no mm. problem. Mm. Let's both get to a point where we're going to have fun and, you know, be mm. good about this and, you know, what are we doing now?
1: Are and you I think that's relaxed? an relaxed?
0: Are we having fun?
1: We are having better fun. And the other thing too is I think you said an important thing there, which is probably worth talking about, is that you, it doesn't happen overnight. I think a lot of people, and, and take this now generation, it's, it's actually it's kind of bizarre, but I was watching a movie, just a tail end of a really, really old movie last night on the, on the recording, right? And back then, what they used to do is put all the credits up, so they'd have the opening scene, just a picture or something. All these credits are going for like five minutes before the movie started, right? Nowadays, the movie starts almost as soon as you sit down. Like as soon as that comes up the opening screen, the movie's on because people got attention deficit disorder. Yes. So straight away they, they you know, if I reckon if you put that sort of thing up on any modern computer, any modern movies now, people just walk out of the cinema thinking it's not must be the end of it, right? <laughs> You know, it's like, but that's it. That went on for like five minutes, boring, you know, so come on, get to the movie. And I think what's happening is people think that that's the same thing when they do this sort of thing, any sort of marketing for that matter, is that they're going to roll it out tomorrow and it's going to be an instant success. And they don't have to do any more work. You
0: got to figure out what's going to make it the success. Mm. Every time, like with my second book in software, the the Freedom Platform, how to build WordPress websites in under four minutes automatically yeah, there was a few things that you know in my mind and my staff's mind were going. Hey, John probably wants ABCDE. Mm. Guess what? You really wanted none of those. Maybe one <laughs> yeah.
2: in yeah. all of this. Yeah. So yeah. I
0: spent. You didn't a know what you wanted. You didn't know what you needed. I launched it in a month and a half. I we worked on it for let's say a month or two. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. I need to launch this. I was getting bored just trying to be a (laughs) psychic and read people's mind. I launched it and 80%, 90% weren't even on my radar. I was like, glad I didn't take six months doing this because you don't know until you launch it, you know, don't do it haphazardly, but do Mm -hmm. it quick enough that, you know, uh, it's not a new season and you're going, oh, I'm still working on it. Like get it out there, get it done. You can always refine it. It's what I love about helping people with their books and Mm -hmm. videos. It's like, hey, a year passed. You can have all these new clients and help all these people and do a new edition update instead of taking a year to get the ball rolling.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think the thing is a lot of people have so much stuff that they've done that never used. I mean, I've got a client at the moment that their problem is not content. All right. It, oh, it's yeah. getting that content out there. She's got, you know, gigabytes of stuff on her computer. And the other day I had a conversation. It's go. I've got this other strategy I used to do that was really popular. Oh, now you're telling me now, <laughs> right? And it's like, oh yeah, and it's like, wow. What what have you got there? Oh, just a couple of gig of it. And, I <laughs> like, what? and it's sitting on your computer doing nothing. And let's get it out there. You know, let's try it. You know, she so all it's about a cat. See, so she had a cat, um, and it was learnings learnings from the cat sort of thing because it got people's attention right um and they saw the cat and they got interested and and basically she had a whole thing done for it i was like, well why don't you go and use it let's just push it out there and see what people react to and so it's interesting that you know you've got the stuff on your computer you probably did two years ago that you could just recycle and i think Absolutely. the other thing too actually a lot of people do and i'm probably a little bit like this too is that when they get on camera their brain goes dead there's nothing to think about like without some sort of script or without some sort of um, concept behind what they're going to talk about. They, they really don't know, you know, so they've got to script it all out. And then, of course, it ends up, ends up being they're trying to follow the script. Yes. And then they get lost. And so what do you think is the best way to kind of approach the sort of people a little bit more, less outgoing, if you like, and, and sort of need to try to get something out there but, you know, they don't want to have it completely don't read it off the page kind of thing?
0: Yeah, you bring up a great point, and it's like a double-edged sword, because it's like if, you, if you're if you not comfortable, you know, and I don't even want to say wing it, but some people mm. are comfortable off the cuff. Yes. I personally always prepare to some degree.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not trying to hit every single point verbatim, because you have to be fluid enough. Mm-hmm. Like with that, uh, when I held up the phone and you made comment of it, I wasn't mm-hmm. like, uh, what is he talking about? Uh, bullet point C76 does not compute. You have to be fluid enough to be able to adapt. Mm. But yeah, I set some things. Hey, here's some things that I want to add value to your audience. I want to make sure we cover. So yeah. there is some rhyme or reason, but you mm-hmm. don't want to be so bullet pointed where you're going... Or, or just feel bad or, you know, it's happened before where there's like 17 things you want to get through and then you get caught up and there's not enough time. And then the last three minutes you're going, OK, now for the last three point, no one's even <laughs> digesting it because you're going so quick. Yeah. there' you know, probably too
1: many things, isn't it? You're trying to get through, you know, like one yeah. thing is probably a good place to start.
0: I always try to hit three or five main things. What is going to help your audience move forward the quickest? Taking mm-hmm. imperfect action. That will help someone going, oh man, I've been struggling for a week or two. You know what? I'm just going to mm-hmm. launch it. There's. I hope to God someone watches this and goes, you know what? I saw the podcast and I launched the next day or within yep. a few days later. And I just it was yep. so freeing. And mm-hmm. now I'm working on the second edition. Great, mm-hmm. great. Yep. You know, Or I shot my first video. Awesome. What did you mm-hmm. learn from it for the next one?
1: Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah, I think that's the thing is it's getting an implementation. Like, there's a lot of people talk about and sometimes I'll talk to clients about that. You know, we'll so say we'll talk to them a year later and go, oh, how are you going with this? And, I mean, I think somebody rang the other day about doing a book, and I had to go back on the records because it was about eight months ago to see what we actually spoke about. And we had another conversation about doing the book, and then it's like I've got to think about, thinking about it a bit more now. I think we spent the last nine months thinking about it, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, there's like you were saying, there's so much content you've already done. It's mm. just a matter of going, you know, and I always, you know, I like to go fast. I like to mm-hmm. take fast action, mm-hmm. but I also like, like I was saying before we started here, let's both get to a point where we're calm, we're cool and we're hundred percent present. And mm-hmm. every time I do a book or a video or just anything, you know, all right, let's go for it. But I also go, how much of this have I done before? Cause I started writing this new book mm-hmm. and I was like, duh, 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 and I go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, let's just stop for a second, even though I was on a roll mm-hmm. and I looked, I go, holy crap. So there's like a third of it already done in various forms. I was like, bam, 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 bam. you know, how do you write three chapters in under five minutes? You take what you already have and just exactly. make like, it makes sense.
1: And I think that's one of the things that I probably most people don't have, which is which I deal with a lot of different clients, is it's a bad filing system. So what yes. they haven't done is they've got all this stuff all over the computer. They never sat there and just logically put them in folders and, and segmented it out so they can find it again later. And I think that's the important part about this whole thing It's about figuring out what you've got. So do an audit, figure out what you've got, put it in logical folders that you'll find next time because you'll dates. never name the thing with dates or, yeah. You'll never, you'll never know what the name of it is. Like, you know, you know I've, got, I've got an education folder as well, which I, I suggest a lot of people do. So what I do is I create a folder called Education and under each of those things I put the most common, like it could be the name of the person that I got it from so I'll, I'll go online, I'll see this really cool blueprint or something, and I'll download it. And then I'll, I'll create it under their name because I probably can remember their name. Or maybe yes. I'll create it under the name of the thing and I'll put it in there. And I've got thousands of files on these different things I've saved. Um, and so at least that way I can actually have reference to back to and look at it later and I remember seeing something about that. I'll go and check it out. Um, and same with a folder called swipe file. So every time I see a good email, I uh, save it and keep it in my swipe file and I think I saw Frank Kern, I think it was said, or Russell Bronson I saw the other day, was this guy, when he sent out the emails, everybody was going complaining, oh, yeah, he's sending too much spam, he's sending too much spam, so they do and they whinge. He said the exact same people six months later bought his swipe file for $1,000, which is the emails he'd already sent them, all right? They'd already got them. They either deleted them or complained about getting too many. They then turned around and spent $1,000 to buy the same emails because it was a successful campaign.
0: And that, that's the thing when you have a course, so many people have great information, but mm. never monetize it into a course, a training, a book, video yep. series, whatever the case may be. And it's like, I, I tell everyone, if you come to my Facebook page and watch one of my live cast trainings, I'm mm. going to tell you the truth. If mm-hmm. it's going to help you, I'm telling you the truth. Mm. If you come to a presentation or watch something online, it's the same stuff that's in the book that's in the course. Yep. Now there's the context of it. You might yep. be at a different place or, you know, read something, implement it. And then your client says something the next day. Well, you need quick, immediate feedback that's yep. going to make the change. The The A, B answer isn't the key. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: But it's amazing when people give you five figures for it versus free, who gets better results with it? And there's nothing different with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's
0: yeah. nothing different with it.
1: Yeah, it's it's packaging. That's all it is, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, there's so much you can do with all of it, but it's it's knowing how you can help the best way in condensing it down. You know, take mm-hmm. take the content out. You have more than you need. What you know, mm-hmm. dumb it down to go. What what's the absolute bare essentials you need to get up and running.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah, no true. one needs any more content, that's for sure.
1: That's Yeah, I mean, I was, I was watching a, a great product launch just recently, and it talks about the fact that why well, people do things, and one of the reasons was that they don't overwhelm them with things. So it's not like they, they're looking for a lot of information. They're looking for the simple solutions. So yeah. by giving them too much information and overwhelming them with everything isn't solving the problem because all it's done is basically gone back to where they were, and that was confused. You know, so at the end of the day, by making it simple for them to implement and use and, and and do, that's what the job is to do. So sometimes, yeah, having that too much stuff is, is probably the worst thing you do. Sometimes too, yeah, you got to be able to get yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. You no, know, oh, get
0: my training. It's only ninety nine dollars, or two payments of fifty nine ninety nine. you know, there's one hundred twenty seven videos, fourteen million. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and or, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. one, how the heck long did it take you to? Do all that, congrats. Yes. High yeah. five for real. Yes. But that it way underpriced and way too much stuff yeah, when it all comes like down to courses. courses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, I know people they'll pay ten or a hundred times more than that to go, what's the quickest way to do this in 24 hours? Great. Yeah. ABC, great. That's all you need <laughs> to do. Yeah. Exactly. Entrepreneurs want the result. They don't want anything but the result. And so many people look at it from a consumer standpoint, I Mm. feel, and go, oh, we got to do this with 15 bonuses.
1: Mm. Well,
0: if your course is so crap, why do you need 15 bonuses? (laughs) True. (laughs) I mean, think about that. I've bought stuff going, holy crap, I just want to get her bonus. Yeah, you
1: bought it for the bonus.
0: But her affiliate (laughs) was the only way to get it.
1: (laughs) True. That's not
0: really what you're going for when you're going, hey, I got the greatest course on earth. Like if someone asks me, they're like, What are your bonuses? I go, Your business will improve. If that's not good enough, well, you can buy some books and get some other tools and trip. <laughs> I mean, what are you looking for? Like, what do you need a bonus for?
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, you got a good point. <laughs> What's so the let's,
0: bonus? Your yeah. life's gonna be better.
1: So let's let's talk about some shameless promotion there. Because then we get to the shameless promotion section <laughs> of the podcast. Tell me a little bit about your um the authority effect and, and how people can get it, and, and what, what you're looking for, I guess, in terms of the process. So, I think you said there's I think eight or nine modules for memory.
0: Yeah. And here, here's the thing about it. Um, I, it it's for the right people. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't take shame in it one bit, but as far mm-hmm. as the promotion, I, I don't even let everyone in it. You know, there's mm-hmm. an application process, um, and I like to give something of value. So, if mm-hmm. anyone wants anything for free, I have a complimentary guide at expertauthorityreport.com yep. and it yep. goes through the seven steps. Here's the book.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we'll go to the seven steps here of the process, which, you know, if you want help, I can take you through. But all of this is in the report. It's not yep. as much as the book, I'm not going to sure. act like it is. It's not supposed to be. But if you mm-hmm. want a good head start, because you have to be at the right level to even get here or into the program. So start off with the report. If it's a good fit, you know, you can go from there, but some people, you know, I have no idea where people are at and it's a high level group of action takers Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: it'll help everyone without a doubt. But, you know, very frequently I turn people down because they're just not ready for it or mentally, you know, they have the business, they might have the list, they might really, really want it. But if you don't believe you can do it or you, You know, you're, you know, I can encourage you, but if the second I walk away or, you know, the class is over for the day, if you Mm. go spend the night, you know, beating yourself down, Mm. it's not going to work. There's nothing that's going to work if you don't believe it. So, you know, I I have all kinds of, you know, like I said, people can watch the trainings. Uh, I do frequent live cast. I have all kinds of free resources because I truly want to impact people's business and make a difference. But it's it's the top 10% are the only ones you can even get in the course. But like you said, yes, there's modules and we'll go over mindset and how to publish your book and publicity and how to develop a course and speaking and branding and how to look good on camera and uh, how to do a launch, which is the fun part. And, you know, there's a lot to it, but, you know, you need to be at a right place and, and then apply. So,
1: So, who's your perfect customer? There, like in terms of of what's the what? What do they look like now, and what do they look like at the end? You know, the before and after picture. What's the? They're frustrated
0: before, and they're happy and uh, ecstatic afterwards. I mean, I I, I don't, I I don't hesitate to say that because it's the truth. But it's really someone who has the desire, because Mm -hmm. the people that I even let into the program, I've talked with them. And I remember Mm -hmm. one of them, Arlene, and she was in graduate school at Mm -hmm. the time. You know, there's people that have dramatically increased profits in their business. There's people that reach their dreams. It it, it just, everyone's at a different place. But the Mm -hmm. fun thing is the all thing they have in common is they're ready and they're ready to work for it. Yep, They're ready to rock and roll. And Mm -hmm. I go, hey, this is an application process you need to apply. You know, we can talk this and that, but I'm not guaranteeing you. You'll get through there, but there's people that have been like, "Oh, you know," da da da, and I'm like, I just wasn't feeling it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then there's other people who they went to schedule a call an hour after the class was over, so 4 mm-hmm. p.m. on a Tuesday. Classes at three. Yep. Um, and I sent an email said, "Hey, got the got the thing. You know, we can talk, but I know you're really serious about this." Mm. Just you said you wanted the best advantage, and I gotta be honest, I'd be more than happy to talk with you Tuesday, however, that's after class. It sounds like you're really interested, and if we can talk Monday, I can't yep. guarantee your promise you'll get in,
2: yeah,
0: but you're at least setting yourself up that if you do, you can be on that call.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And five minutes later, I seen another email and it said uh, on my scheduler, it said, canceled appointment rescheduled for Monday (laughs) at whatever the time was. And I I saw that I go smart decision. So when we talked, she's like, you know, I go, so tell me why you really want to want this, you know, she's going and it was a dream of her. She wants to help people. She wants to, uh, you know, help kids and all this stuff. She goes, so, so did I get in yet? I go, I never said that. (laughs) And then she just got fired up. She's like, well, let me tell you this in like 15 (laughs) minutes later, she was like, and that's why you'd be insane not to let me in. And I'm like, she seems motivated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people it's just, oh, you know, it's good info. I liked, you know, I liked your presentation. Yeah. Well, thanks. But, you know, my goal is to help you. If if that's all it is, I appreciate the compliment, you know.
2: Mm.
0: But I mean, I'm that's the thing people you know? that are really mm. looking to make a difference. And I here's mm. the God's honest truth. I have to hear it in your voice
2: you mm-hmm. might
0: have the money that doesn't impress me everyone has money you might have a great big business that doesn't impress me a lot of people do you might have ten thousand people on an email list that doesn't impress me
1: mm-hmm.
0: i want you to be nice actually helping people and ready to make a difference and i gotta hear it
1: yeah well, that's just I interesting yeah, that mindset I yeah, that be- thing, but- mm. it's a big thing because if you're implementing then you're doing something i mean i had a call with a client last week and we we're talking about funnels and we come up with this concept of three journeys inside the funnel. And I'd say two hours later, you know, he'd actually gone back and changed his main website that way. Yes, right? fast action. And, and this guy is a multi, multi-millionaire. He deals in hundreds of millions of dollars. So it's not like he's a backyard or a, or a small operation. He just basically, he just implements straight away. Yeah, and, and, well, and that. no wonder successful.
0: he's already successful.
1: Exactly, Yeah. So you know, I he's think not it's, making yeah.
0: excuses why or why not. You know, so some people have an excuse for everything. You could hand it to him on a silver platter, literally, and just yep. say, here, set this on the table. Well, I mm. don't like the table. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Just set it down. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and it's frustrating, truthfully, because it's it's mm. a disservice to them, a disservice mm. to me. And even mm. worse, it's a disservice to their customers because there's people begging and praying for help. They yep. can help but they're Mm. playing their own mental mind game as to why they can't. And I'm like, Mm. go serve them. There's people, you know, you're not looking for 100 people tomorrow. Get one, get two. Exactly. I don't care if it's one person or 100. I'm showing up for them. I'm going to help them.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Actually, it reminds me because I've got to do a call in a couple of minutes for someone who's hungry for information. (laughs) So thanks, Maria, for um, taking the time to do our very first video chat. Um, and, um we'll push it up in podcasting and we'll, we'll see how it works out and we'll do a bit of a test run maybe we'll come back and do another one once we um we figure out the nuances but um really appreciate it so if they want to get um the expert authority report is expertauthorityreport.com and they can have a look at that and uh, we'll put up all the links on the website anyway so people can have access but really appreciate your time and um having and doing the first podcast with us so it was thanks great a lot to for be here my pleasure thanks. Thanks, You've just been listening to another great Evolvepreneur podcast interview. We hope you enjoyed it. Please visit evolvepreneur.biz today to find out more about our online community and how you can take part.